Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Thank you for joining us today in our search for what makes a great communicator. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone, and every episode we'll be speaking with leaders and experts on how they were able to use their communication skills to inspire, create trust, collaboration, and influence others all in a respectful manner. How did they do it? What did they do to get better? How did they adapt? Where did they fail? Listeners and viewers, if you are looking to improve your communication skills and take those steps to being the next great leader in business, you're in the right place. Enjoy the podcast. If you're a leader in an organization, whether you like it or not, you are in the spotlight and your people are looking at you to set the tone and they will follow your lead. So what you say how you say it, your body language, your actions, all this tells your teams if this is going to be a collaborative, inspiring, and safe environment, or not so much. In this episode, our guest, Catherine Hales, shares her own leadership experiences, and she also shares an enlightening story of two different leaders whose teams precisely emulated the tone and style of their leader. Catherine Hales is a senior leader of learning and enablement at Optimus SBR, which is the largest mid-sized independent consulting firm in Canada. As a former professional actor, Catherine has been fortunate to be able to bring those actor techniques to serve her corporate clients for over 20 years. She's a trainer and coach on leadership presence and has supported organizations and trained leaders to reach their full potential. Let's meet Catherine Hayos and this episode, People Follow Leaders. Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, Catherine Hayos. Thank you, Joel. Happy to be here. Oh, so happy to have you here. And this is such an interesting show because people follow leaders. And when we hear that, we go, okay, how? How do they do that? So my first question to you, Catherine, is you are a leader and you've worked with so many leaders over so many years. You've seen it. You've heard it. Um, share with us some of the insights as to why people follow leaders. What is that magic formula? Right. Okay. So I think the first thing uh, we have to remember is as a leader, you are in the spotlight. Mm. Whether you want to be or not, you're in the spotlight. And so you can use it for powers of good. Or if you step away from it and don't uh, take advantage of it, then you use it for powers of negative. And I think we have to remember that when we are in that spotlight, you're not only in the spotlight when you're presenting or delivering a message, right. you're in the spotlight when you are listening, when you are part of the audience, your people are looking at you going, how's this person reacting? What are they doing? Yeah. How are they responding? So um, as a leader, you need that awareness. You need to be conscious of what you say and how you say it, right? Yes. And you uh, need to be aware of your body language. So if you're sitting and you are observing, you're part of the audience watching one of your internal people present something, if you are distracted on your phone, looking bored, not that into it, guess what happens? your people are going to follow you. Right. They are going to pick up on those cues and they will respond the same way to that per poor person who is presenting. Now, if you are engaged, leaning forward and curious and interested and focused, guess what your team will do? 
they will follow you. And I'll just say one thing. You as a leader, you set the tone. Mm. Yeah. That is, that, you know what? This is uh, <laughs> beautiful formula. So true. Um, I like this idea that the leader is in the spotlight. And this translates so much about we're in the virtual world right now. So a leader really is in the spotlight and you know, everybody, all eyes are watching what the leader is doing during that. And, and to realize it's not just what you're acting, what you're doing, it's also how you are reacting, which is, I think, such a great way. And it sets the tone. It sets the mood. Um, so a leader has to be prepared to come into the, the spotlight. They have to be prepared and I think they have to be aware mm. that they are in the spotlight. You're never, you're never out of it. You're never off. Um, you know, you're never off stage. You're always on stage, right? right? And, uh, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be a hurrah like musical theater always on, 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 yeah. but you need to be aware that people are looking to you for that leadership. And if we think about setting the tone, um, you know, if you have somebody who's presenting something to you right. and to your team, and if you are setting the tone of curiosity and interest and safety, then that person who is presenting is going to shine. They are going to feel relaxed and they are going to be engaged and feel safe. And you are going to end up having probably a team meeting that has a lot of discussion yeah. and brainstorming. However, if you're a leader who really craves control and you want to jump in and cut the person off because you know better, you have a better solution, you have more ideas, then you're going to compromise some of that safety and that dialogue. People are going to feel a little bit anxious and you're going to have that kind of a meeting. So it's really just to be aware that your actions and your tone, whether you're asking questions, whether you're focused, mm. or whether you're distracted, or whether you're thinking ahead going, uh, let's just move on. I know better. I've got, I, I just, I'm trying to find my way when I can jump in and say what I need to say or jump to the solution. There are ways to do it uh, that uh, that support that leadership spotlight, and there are ways to do it that compromise that safety. This is this is again such a good point about it's not being prepared to be in the spotlight; it's being aware that you are in the spotlight, and that your actions, your that that body language, that tone of voice, what you might be thinking ahead, how you react, have has an effect. And you keep mentioning the word safety. Can we can we talk about that a bit more about about creating safety? Yeah. Yeah. So safety is so important. Um, whether you're having a one-on-one, -on -one, whether you are uh, having a big team meeting, or whether you're presenting in front of a client, what you do, those cues that you do uh, create safety. And so simple things like, you know, just, a, just something like that. Right. Checking your phone, your watch, uh, looking around. <laughs> how, how does that make you feel, right? Yeah. If you are presenting, you're like, oh my God, I'm boring. Yeah. I am, uh, I'm, I, I, I'm speaking too quickly. I'm not hitting the right notes. If your leader is interested and they're nodding their head, right. hmm, looking around to, to the, to the other uh, team members and focused and smiling then what does that make you do? That makes you feel like, okay, yeah. I can breathe. Maybe what I'm doing is right. And then even if it isn't, even if the content isn't right, 
you are going to have your defenses lowered. You're not going to be in that fight or flight mode right. so that you'll be more receptive to engage in whatever feedback happens in the meeting or in the one-on-one. Yeah. Safety is your, it, it is about setting that tone of that environment. People always say, Oh, you know, a leader should be inspiring, should be motivating. Well, how you do it is, is by setting the, the tone exactly by that. And, uh, yeah, my cat, then, my cat yeah, is leadership. Us. Oh, nice. <laughs> I should get my dog. Um, uh, it looks very good on you. Thank you. So yeah, no leadership does need to be inspiring and motivating. And so that's why, um, really being aware as a leader that you don't want to jump too, too quickly to solution. Right. You want to let people have a voice, have a say, as you as a leader need to trust them enough with their ideas, because you know that when you're having dialogue, when people feel like their ideas are being um, acknowledged, then safety happens. Yeah. And safety happens through that dialogue. And people get excited. And when people are excited about their ideas, when people think that you as a leader think their idea is pretty interesting or are willing to explore it, then you're engaged, motivated, and inspired. You and and you know, Catherine, you and I have worked you know together for many years as well, and I think this will come back to something you and I have always shared about, which is that that those that neuroscience of the oxytocin and the dopamine, right? Bingo! Yeah. Exactly. What is in your control? What is in your power to get that oxytocin and the dopamine flowing through some, through yourself and somebody else? And uh, how quickly from just, uh, how quickly you can cut that off? Like I just said, by, yeah. by showing that you're not interested, not focused or dominating the conversation and just having someone have to listen to you in that kind of autocratic manner. And so this makes me think about, um, and I know you've, you've shared this before with me, where you, you've, you've witnessed yourself being on the receiving end of this with two different leaders and two different experiences, you know, same presentation, two different leader yeah. experiences. Do you want to share that with our listeners? Yeah. No, that was a really, that was a big aha moment actually for me. I had a big, really big presentation, huge company. And, uh, you know, we had the boards, like these big, beautiful boards that we created, the PowerPoint. I mean, it was slick. And we go in to present to two, you know, one is the CEO, like real, the top, 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 top. And, um, it's a big, huge room. And I go in for my first presentation and the leader is way at the back of the room and, uh, he's eating his lunch and he's on his cell phone and I'm like, okay. And I'm being, trying to be my engaging, charming presenter. Right. And then the rest of his team are there as well on the phone, eating their lunch, really way at the back of the room. And some people are up front. And so I deliver my presentation does not feel great. Like mm. I am kind of sweating bullets, to be honest, trying to get people's attention, trying to ask questions and presenting what we thought was really good stuff. Right. So at the end, I'm like, okay, so any thoughts, any comments? And then this guy at the back of the room just goes, it's great. Love it. Just what we need. Oh dear. And I'm like, okay, uh -huh. great. I walk out. I was pretty nervous. I felt like a wreck. I was just yeah. like, wow, that felt awful, but mm. this is what he said. Mm -hmm. Cut to a few days later, go in, deliver the same presentation to another leader. This leader walks into the room, no phone, no lunch. He pulls up a chair, 
really close to where we're presenting. The rest of his team come in. They all pull up chairs in a horseshoe right around, really, really close. This leader is leaning in, focused, and really listening to what we have to say. And the rest of his team are doing the same. We end up having a really good conversation. I mean, the end at the end of the day, the project went forward. Nice. It's a success. But the but it's really powerful. When I left, I just thought, wow, two different leaders and their styles and what their team did was emulate exactly how their leader showed up and set the tone for this meeting. And I think the second leader was aware that he was in the spotlight. I think the first leader was, you know, good guy, nice guy, right. but wasn't aware of the power that that he has in setting the tone. Um, well, you know, this is this is exactly people follow leaders, good or bad, uh, and so that's exact. That's a great example of you know following. Oh, I guess this is what we're supposed to do, and then whether it's good or whether it's bad, and then uh, you know this second leader who was showing good leadership is creating future leaders by by showing modeling what good looks like, uh, and. I love this. It's, it's small things. It's it doesn't have to be big. It's small things like not sitting at the back of the room, sitting in the front of the room, leaning in, being curious, uh, not being distracted. It's those small things. Not being on your phone. Not being on your phone. Yeah, the smallest things can have the biggest impact um, and create such a different experience. So let's go to your. If you're ready, we're going to talk about your failure. Yeah. Tada! But before yeah. we do that, we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to find out Catherine Hales's. Failure Tada moment. Hi, I'm Joy Newhold, and we'll be right back to our interview. When I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So, first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor led software and soft skills training, consulting, and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much. We also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way, and this podcast is just one of them. At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. We're back with Catherine Hayos talking about people follow leaders. And now we're going to talk about Catherine Hayos. If you're ready, we have a little segment that we like to call Failure. Ta-da! And so this is uh, where in your journey as a leader, was there a moment that may have felt like a failure at the time, but was really more of a, of a learning point? So it goes from ta-da to aha. So if you're ready, if you've got one, we're, we're eagerly listening. Thanks. Yeah, I love that from Tada to Aha. So yeah, you know, when we talk about spotlight, spotlight, the being in the spotlight, um, I think one of the key things also about leaders and leadership is letting other people have the spotlight mm. and, um, and, and helping them to, to 
stand in their own light. And I think sometimes, and I would say this was my failure to die in that uh, effort to do great work and to be so in control and make sure you got it right for the client. I took over too much. Um, and I took over meetings because not because, because I wanted it to be great. And I was working with uh, someone uh, who was, he was excellent and he helped so much with the project, but he was in the background mm. and I think he was happy to be there. And I realized, uh, in hindsight, I should have, uh, helped him step into the spotlight and I should have taken my foot off that spotlight gas and, uh, let him shine. And it, you, we can pick and choose those moments. It doesn't have to be a moment that feels risky for him where he feels that he's going to fail, but set him up for success so that he gets his leadership uh, acumen on so that he can start progressing. And um, I realized I was just wanting too much control. And, uh, and, and, and I think we do that as leaders. And uh, I, I think I, I, I failed. I failed there. The good news is, is that He's a, he's a wonderful manager now. And I think, um, yeah, and I, and I, I'm really, really proud of him, but I, I do in hindsight think I didn't support him in that, in going into the spotlight as I wish I would have. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, and that, you know, again, it's such a truth again, those, those small moments to recognize where there was a chance to, uh, to help someone else, as you say, step into that spotlight. Um, and, uh, and then you're modeling then a behavior for him now that he's a manager where he realizes, you know, you're passing that on uh, where he realized, oh, I should let this person now step up. So that's how leadership is is learned, right? It's people follow leaders and modeling that right behavior. You set the tone, as you say, for those next generation of leaders. Catherine, this has been such an insightful episode on why people follow leaders and stepping into our spotlight moment. I'm sure people, uh, our listeners might have questions or may want to reach out to you. Uh, where can one connect with you or find out more about Catherine Hayes? Well, I am on LinkedIn uh, with my name, Catherine Hayes. I uh, also can be reached at Optimus SBR, which is a management consulting firm where I'm uh, the lead at uh, learning and enablement. And uh, yeah. That's where I can be found. Perfect. So much fun, Joel. Always love talking with you. Thanks. And now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could start to put into practice. Number one, small things set the tone. Those small things that you can do, such as eye contact, putting your phone away, have such a big impact on setting the tone. Number two, safety inspires trust. Without trust, it's awkwardly quiet. People need to know that you are present and that they can speak and share ideas without being judged. Number three, share the spotlight. Trust another to lead. Can you let go and see that there is an opportunity for someone else to grow and to step into that spotlight? So, What's the next step? If you're not sure where to apply these three stars in business or maybe in life, try this in the next few days. Lean in. That small thing of just leaning in when someone is speaking is going to make them feel safe, heard, and seen. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review 
even better. Subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompUEs. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting or coaching, then go on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. Thank you, and we will see you next episode.